0: Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon to everybody out in the world. My name is Derek Kinnenberg and this is another episode of Walk by Faith. It is, let's see, what is the date? It's December the 27th, actually two days removed from um, the Christmas holiday in which the entire world pretty much celebrated on um, Tuesday and you know, a lot of people are still, quote-unquote, celebrating uh, Christmas right now. In fact, a lot of people like to drag the holiday all the way until New Year's. And, you know, I'll, I'll never really understand the logic behind that. But the fact is, you know, the the world's not going to continue to stop and to um, observe the day of Christmas for the rest of the remainder of this week and next week. But... You have some people who are still in cruise control. Um, A lot of people have taken their vacation, and this is the time off in which they want to use to reflect and spend it with their family, and if that's the case, then hey, that's just fine by me. I'm all about uh, spending time with friends and family and um, associates as well, and if people want to use that time to do that, then hey, that's, 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 that's okay with me, all right, so we only have a couple of days left until the end of the year and I don't know about you but I feel like 2018 has come and gone uh, really fast in fact I've I've always felt like that for the past couple of years that the year doesn't really stay long it comes and then it's it just it flies it's gone in in the midst of just like that snap of a finger or the blink of an eye um I don't understand why um maybe it's prophetic perhaps i haven't really looked into it but the actual days you know like today is thursday the days they tend to go by a little bit more quicker than they used to or at least what i remember as being a child they go by really really fast now back then it was slow um i don't know maybe it's the the um The fact that we have more responsibilities now these days, the fact that we have to work when we're an adult, um, it could be quite a few things in which makes the day go by quickly. But um, since these days are not sticking around and time doesn't necessarily wait for no man, we need to be enjoying every day that we are alive. And every day that we're alive, we need to be trying to do something for the kingdom of God. We need to be trying to tell somebody about Jesus Christ, spreading the gospel. You Remember, every Christian has a job. Every Christian has a job. You may not be a pastor. You may not be um, a-, a preacher. You may not be a bishop. You may not be a deacon. You may not be called to do these things. But every single Christian born-again believer in Christ has a job. And that job is called evangelism we are to tell the world about jesus christ for the time that we're here on earth you may not do it every single day but try to make it in a point to do it when you can and to make sure that your your walk with him and your life is an edification and a reflection of who the lord jesus christ is and that's just what i feel we should be doing with our lives here on earth okay so there is a certain movie that has social media all up in arms and on the buzz about. And it's only been out for a couple of days, I believe. I think it came out over the weekend, I think. I'm I'm not sure. I think so. Last weekend, maybe. And I've been on Facebook, generally Facebook mainly, and I... Good thing I I scroll through my news feed and I look and I see these different posters about this movie. You know, first you see memes and you see people making jokes, and then you start seeing people posting statuses about how you need to actually see this movie. And the name of this movie is called The Bird Box or Bird Box, one of one of the two. And after seeing so many statuses about how fantastic the movie is, and how it was just a must that you see it i couldn't I couldn't help myself but to give in the curiosity just a little bit because there was no description as far as what the movie was about, nothing I had just seen pictures and memes of people with. Uh, a blindfold on their their head, they over their eyes for some reason. I'm like, okay, what well, what's this all about? And, you know. But so my wife, of course, uh, convinced me to watch the movie, and um, that's just what we did uh, last night. Um, to be honest, um, I I really did not care for the movie too much. Um, I didn't like it, but I feel that the movie itself told a story. Or gave a message, so to speak, and that that message is basically what prompted me to make today's episode, which is you know episode six here, and um, you know after watching it, I'm like, man, this this um uh, one particular verse comes to mind when I see what I'm seeing right now, and I am going to briefly summarize the movie so. If you are somebody out there who wants to see this movie, um, just well, in my opinion, I personally don't really recommend it <laughs> that you watch it. But if you want to watch it, um, I I don't know if you should continue to listen to the podcast, even though I do want you to listen, because I'm going to what I'm going to do what they quote unquote say, spoil it or spoiler alert. You know, just to kind of give you a rundown as far as uh, what this movie is about. Okay, so this movie takes place in California, and of course, they don't tell you exactly what's going on in the present, but it it does go back a couple of years, just to kind of give you a um prelude to what is occurring in the in the in the present day. And evidently there is, there was something that occurred over in Russia that caused people to basically lose their minds and it made its way over to the United States of America. Um, this, this happening, we'll say this entity is, it it basically made people crazy to the point to where they wanted to commit suicide. Okay. Which was the whole point of. Having something covering your eyes. The blindfold. So you can't see. Whatever it is. That. You know evidently wanted to be seen. Okay. Um, as I continued to watch the movie. You know the message was clear. That. Whatever was making people commit suicide was something demonic. Something unseen. Okay. And even from from the beginning to the end, you never really saw what was killing people. But there was a point in the movie where somebody who had escaped a mental institution basically drew pictures of what he saw and it's funny because the the entities in which were seen did not affect people who had mental illnesses and it didn't affect people who were blind but it only affected people who could see out of their eyes and who were you, you know i guess in a in a good state of being healthy as far as mental okay and this this mental institutional guy pulls it out of these all these pictures and these drawings of these horrendous looking creatures that you never ever saw with your eyes throughout the movie they never showed these 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 i'm gonna just call them what they are these demons but you saw the 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 presence You saw leaves blowing. You seen trees moving. You saw that there was evidently something there. And I don't know what occurred um, at this time period that actually allowed people to see whatever it is they saw. But overall, that's basically what the movie was about. Seeing the unseen. Or what was supposed to be unseen. Something that was supposed to be under wraps, Something that was supposed to be kept hidden. I have five Bible verses here that I feel are going to best describe this situation. And the name of this episode in which we're going to go over today and talk about is named The Realm of the Unseen what you can't see with your eyes. The first, the first verse is going to come out of the book of Colossians in the new Testament. And it comes out of Colossians one verse 16. And this is talking about God almighty for by him, all things were created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they are thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. Okay, so in this verse, God is specifically telling people, telling us that he is the creator of all things. I say that in capital letters. All things that are in heaven and that are in earth. Visible and invisible. So he's clearly stating that there is more to life than what the human eye can see. There's more to life than what the human mind can conjure up. There is more to what we know. We don't know everything there is to know. It's impossible. He is clearly telling us it's not just what you see that exists, it's what you don't see that exists as well. There is a world in which We cannot see with our eyes. A world in which conceals a lot of things in which the Lord never intended for us to see. And this was exactly what these people laid their eyes on in this movie, The Bird Box. Whatever they saw was so horrendous and so vile that it it caused them to kill themselves. I tell people all the time, you know, you really should be careful what you do or what you get yourselves involved with. Because there are always going to be people who say things like, well, I'm not religious. I'm spiritual. And what exactly does that mean? I can't really. I don't understand that. What is spiritual? Because you had better be careful when you say spiritual that we can't handle. Or control things that we cannot see, but yet you you have people who embrace this behavior and think that it's safe. You know, Hollywood has been putting a lot of emphasis lately on the paranormal. They've been getting away from horror and gore and blood, and they're they're taking on a whole nother beast in itself by constantly making movies about this spiritual realm or issues in which we cannot see with our eyes to me that's that's a little bit more frightening i'll say than a horror movie or, or something with a lot of blood in it that's not really scary to me that's just it's violent but this right here is a movie that's touching on the paranormal Okay, so let's go ahead and continue with our our readings. We're going to move over to the book of John. John, chapter four, verse 24. John, chapter four, verse 24. And this is Jesus speaking. He's saying God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit. And in truth. So, God is clear cut here and saying that He does not have a physical body and that He is spirit. We cannot see spirits with our eyes. If you believe in God, you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you believe in the Holy Spirit. These entities in which we cannot see with our eyes. You have to believe that there is a spiritual realm in which we cannot see with our eyes. But we can be fully aware of if we are born again of the Holy Spirit. Continuing with the scripture, God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. We must worship him in spirit and truth. This means that you can't worship God if you're not born again of the spirit. You can't. You have to have the Holy Spirit in order to to worship the father. Once again, God is telling you, I am spirit. You can't see me with your eyes. There's a world in which we, we, we are unaware of with the naked eye, the flesh. It's not for us to see. We're going to go ahead and move back a chapter. John chapter 3. And let's, let's go back this way. You have to bear with me. I am on my... My iPad here, and I thought it would be a little bit easier to get to the verse that I want to get to. John chapter 3, verse... Let's see. I wanted to say 25, but... No, it's not verse 25. Okay. Yeah, it's verse 3. John chapter 3, verse 3. Jesus answered him. He's basically talking to Nicodemus. Uh, Nicodemus was a rich man, and he basically wanted to know what, what what did he have to do to go to heaven. What did he have to do? And Jesus told him, "Truly, truly, I say unto you, unless a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. He cannot see the kingdom of God. Once again, you must be born again of the Spirit." to go to heaven no flesh can dwell in heaven which means you won't you won't have the current body in which you're in when your time comes to dwell with Jesus Christ in heaven you will enter a spiritual realm in which cannot be seen with the eyes that's the realm that God dwells in that's also the realm that these demons and spirits in which people have no idea exist are here it's been always said that there is a war in heaven but you know i don't, i don't really know if a lot of people understand what the term heaven means you know heaven can mean th- actually three places there are three heavens you know the first heaven is what you see when you look up in the sky the sky the clouds the air That's the first heaven. The second heaven is the universe, the atmosphere, so to speak. And the third heaven is a celestial realm in which cannot be reached or seen with human flesh or eyes. The third heaven. And this is where God himself dwells in the third heaven. Let's move on to 2 Corinthians 4. Verse 18. Let's see. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 18. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. This is yet another reference that there is more than one realm. Anything that you can see with your eyes is temporary. Think about that for a second. All of the the cars and the buildings and the trees and plants, everything has an expiration date that you can see. None of this stuff is going to last forever. It's temporal, just like the scriptures here say. But it also says, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Remember, God is spirit. We can't see him. He's eternal. There is a physical and then there is a spiritual. That's what this is all about. Now, I'm going to move on to the verse that actually spoke to me when I was watching the movie Bird Box. And that verse comes out of the book of Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. And it reads, for our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world and against spiritual forces Of evil. In heavenly places. Go back up. And where it says. The darkness of this world. And against spiritual wickedness of evil places. The darkness of this world. Spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. What did I just say. About the heavens. There's the sky. There's the universe. And then there's the celestial kingdom. Called the third heaven. Spiritual forces. This is evidence that there is a spiritual realm in which we cannot see. The beginning of this verse says for our fight. It's not against flesh and blood, which means it's it's not me that you're mad at or upset at. It's not him or her that you're mad at or that you want to hurt. It's not them. I, I tell people this all the time. Listen. If you don't come to the Lord Jesus Christ and you don't allow the Holy Spirit of God to dwell in your heart, you are opened up. You are accessible to be occupied by other spirits. Jesus casted out all kind of spirits, hundreds of spirits out of one person. These spirits of jealousy, these spirits of lust, these spirits of anger, these spirits of suicide, these spirits of of malice, violence, theft, different spirits in which can possess a person and make them act out out of their character. The body is a temple. The body is a temple. And it's, it's designed to be occupied. Being the outside flesh, the body is just that. Different spirits play different roles in people's lives. And anybody who is not saved and who has not come to Jesus Christ and doesn't have the Holy Spirit is going to be taken over by some spirit or another. It's not for me to say. It's not for you to say. I don't know. But I know we live in a very spiritual-driven society, and those the, the the actions or the influence I'll say of these spirits take place throughout people using people as a vessel to to do things in the in the in the physical. The manifestations that happen in the spirit make their way to the physical through people. We sometimes we you you may have heard people say I don't know what came over me when they do something out of character or they may say things like I didn't mean to, but I did it anyway. You may hear people say I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know what came over me. I just don't know. You know, this these are not just gestures that People are just saying there's actual spiritual warfare that is taking place. And people are opening themselves up to these different spirits every single day. What you watch on TV, the type of music you watch, the type of movies you watch, the type of things you get yourself involved with. Ouija boards. There are people out there who mess with Ouija boards. Ouija boards conjure up spirits. Some people people may get a a thrill out of it. They may think this is fun, but it's not fun. You conjure up a spirit. How are are you going to handle that? How how are you going to take that? What what if you conjure something up that you can't handle? Or or something that won't leave you alone? What if then? You know people that that mess with tarot cards? Same thing. Uh, Palm readers... Uh, psychics, all of that different type of stuff. There's a woman who tried to, to tell me a couple of months ago that she was a psychic and that God made her a psychic or whatever. I'm like thinking to myself, what? There's nowhere in the scriptures where God has, a, has, a, has appointed anybody to be a psychic, to be all-knowing. That's basically what a psychic is. To be all-knowing is to be like God. And there is nobody like God. So that was heresy in itself. Blasphemy, whatever terminology you want to use. So to tell me you're a psychic. the, The only question in my mind is where did you get that power? Because I don't doubt that there are some people out there who may... Exact, who may actually be psychic and, and and have these psychological powers? But where did those powers come from? Where did that influence come from? When the Lord says that He is He He would He hasn't no appointed the spirit of psychology on people. He hasn't. It's not. You'll find it nowhere in the scriptures. But there are spirits in this world that will influence people. And that will give people. Because remember the devil has power folks. He can give you power. But you you better believe that when it's time to pay up. You will pay with your life. And there's no taking that back. There's no getting out of that. Don't ever make a deal with the devil. You know that. We need to be praying for protection. Because everything that happens in the spirit manifests its way in the physical in one way, shape, or form. Why do you think people are so messed up today? Why do you think the world is in such a state of confusion? You have people who don't even know if they're, what their gender is anymore. They don't know if they're a man They don't know if they're a female. They feel like this. They feel like that. They think they're this. They think they're that. Do you think these people are just waking up? And just deciding that they want to be this way? Or is there something more sinister behind all of this? Is there something that's motivating this? Because this is is an occurrence that is happening all of the time. Spiritual wickedness. In high places remember Ephesians 6:12 our flesh our fight is not with ourselves it's not with man it's not with people but it's against principalities it's against powers powers it's against the capital R rulers of darkness of this world who are the rulers of darkness of this world? It's the demons, the angels in which who fly with Satan. They're the enemy. There's, a, there's millions of minions around this world who possess people and who, who cause people to just fall into despair and have these ideas, these people who are not saved. This is why it's so important for people to come to Jesus Christ. It's not just about you going to heaven. It's about you protecting yourself. It's about you not being open up to the things that are in this world. The spiritual wickedness, the spiritual forces in heavenly places, in high places. Living your life without the Lord is dangerous, people. I mean, the the, the movie, The Bird Box, that's basically, it, it basically said, The message was how many people were possessed, but not many people had Jesus Christ in their life. Because the Lord would never allow something like that to happen to a believer in Christ. Never. You think people just just think these things up when they make these movies? These movies are made very strategically. They really think hard about how they wanna how they wanna make it, and the majority of the people that actually watched the movie completely missed the message. But instead, they were like, "This was a great movie. This was this was ten no ten 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 out of ten, and, and this was just a must see. It's it's not a must see. It's not a ten out of ten. It was not a good movie. It was weird, and it had a message, and that was it." But this is a prime example that you can't always do what the world is doing. If the world, I've learned if the world says do it, don't do it. If the world's going to the left, you go to the right. If the world says jump, you sit your behind down. If the world says do this, you better make sure you don't do it. Because the world has on blinders. They don't, they can't, a lot of people can't even interpret what they, what, they, what they listen to, what they see, because most of these people don't know their Bibles, they don't read the Bible, some people don't even believe in God, but they wonder where all these things are occurring. They want answers. And there are some things that science can't science can't answer, people. You can fall back on it all you want to, but you will not find all of the answers in the science book. Or in the head of a man. As long as there are two realms. The physical and the spiritual. We're always going to be at war. We're always going to be at battle. And it's our responsibility. To have. Have God in our life. to, to, To take care of us. To get us through it. I'm going to. I'm going to finish this up, and I didn't plan this, but I'm going to go ahead and finish this up with one of the most powerful um, couple of verses in the Bible right now. And it also comes out of Ephesians 6. So I'm going to read um, Ephesians 6, uh, verse 13 through 17. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God. That you may be able to resist in the evil day. And having done all to stand. Stand therefore having your waist griddled with truth. Having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Having your feet fitted with the readiness of the gospel of peace. And above all. Taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the fiery arrows of the devil. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. These are the weapons in which we need to be protected from the spiritual wickedness. These are the weapons right here. The whole armor of God. The breastplate of righteousness. The the, the shoes of the gospel of peace. The shield of faith. The helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The Bible. This is our learned line of defense. If you don't read your Bible, you are naked. You have no protection. The devil is going to rip you apart. Doesn't matter if you're a Christian or not. What good does it do you to be a Christian if you don't know the Bible? If you don't know your rights? If you don't know your line of protection? If you don't know your inheritance? If you don't know the power on which you have? What good does it does it do you to say you're oh a Christian? Yeah, I love God. Okay, but can you fight? Do you got protection? Ephesians 6 12. Our battle is not with each other, it's a spiritual war. What do you have to fight with? You know? You know, we live in a world that's getting further and further away from God. And it's and it's and it's funny that the same time that happens that the, the increase of morality is on the rise. And murder is on the rise. Rape is on the rise. War is all over the place. The, the, the country, the United States of America is, is, in the, is at the most divided point since the Civil War. Now, I, I believe personally that there is already a Civil War going on between left and right. That's your modern day Civil War. You don't have, we're not, we're not looking for like, um, guns and spears and all of that stuff like back then. That It's not that kind of war. This war right here is a war that's taking place as of, as of right now. So we got division, we got hatred, we got spiritual warfare, we have all different type of things that are happening in our country, in our world, because it's, it's going around all over the world, people. It's not just in America. It's everywhere because people are getting away from God. People want the answer. World peace. World peace is never going to happen. There is no such thing as world peace. Until Jesus Christ returns, you won't know peace. The world won't know peace because sin is still in this world. So you can pray all you want to for world peace. You can hope all you want to for world peace. It's not going to happen. Look at the current state. Look at it. The confusion. The evil. The war on children. The war on men. Women being mistreated. And pushing God all out the picture. You want things to get better. You have to make sure that your household is in order. First and foremost, make sure that you're good. Make sure that your household is where it needs to be. You can't worry about the whole world. The world is a lost cause. Jesus said, heaven and earth shall pass away. But my word will never pass away. Ever. The world will be destroyed. The heavens will be destroyed. But the word of God will still be remaining still here Jesus says I am the Alpha and the Omega the beginning and the end I was here from the beginning I'll be here to the end everything in between won't exist there is nothing in this world that should take you away from God be very careful what you meddle yourselves into let's pray Heavenly Father I pray to this broadcast bless somebody out there and that it opens their eyes and opens their ears, God, and it gets their mind thinking, conjures up some some thoughts of, of curiosity as to what's really going on in this world. You know, open their eyes about the spiritual realm. Let them know that there's more to this life than what we just see with our eyes and that there's more to this life than just the people and that people are vessels that can be controlled by spirits. For our war is not with each other. But it's with the the rulers of the darkness of this world. Spiritual wickedness in high places. But we have a line of defense God. We have a defense. In the word of God. Your your armor God. Your, Your protection. Protect our kids. Protect our women and men. Get us through this life Father. We thank you. For giving us the awareness that we need. And. All I ask is that you keep us aware and alert for all things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless everybody out there. Please share this with somebody out there who may have watched this movie, Bird Box. Okay? Hopefully it'll be a blessing to them. See you in the next episode.